The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from educator, writer, presenter, podcaster, and performer, Rain DeGray. Well, I have the best news ever. I just found out, and I'm crying right now, so you're going to get to hear me cry, but it's tears of joy. <laughs> I applied last night to a foster dog rescue because they said they were in desperate need of a place especially for their big dogs. So I filled out the application and they just, just, just now got back to me. And they said, you're approved. Uh, We checked you out. And um, when would you like to come up and meet? The place is about two hours away. (laughs) It's up in Sonoma, which is, uh, you know, it's a ways. So I looked at the dogs that were available to foster, and there's an 80-pound Great Pyrenees, which is half the size of Quake. I know it sounds enormous, but it's half the size of Quake, and she's two years old. And I messaged them right back and said, can I come pick her up slash meet her tomorrow? And they got back and said she's at a short-term foster she comes back on saturday can you come pick her up on saturday and saturday is christmas eve so i'm gonna have a dog in my house for christmas eve i had this amazing party i was planning to go to i even asked them for an invite to it because i was like i can't handle christmas alone what am i gonna do and i mean i don't know anything about this dog but I get a dog for Christmas, which is what I really, really wanted. And I am going to spoil this dog so rotten. I'm doing a foster because I didn't think my heart could take replacing Quake. He was the perfect dog. He was... (laughs) I'm sniffling on a podcast. This is terrible. He was so good. He was, I just couldn't turn around and have a dog with aggression problems or something else I wasn't prepared for. It was just too abrupt a change and I wasn't sure my heart was ready. So I've been exploring fostering and it hasn't worked out so far. And they've told me that I'm going to get the dog that I want because I'm a big dog person and most of the dogs that were at foster either seem to be 
chihuahuas. <laughs> I'm not a chihuahua person. Or, you know, breeds that don't really, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted something that felt like the kind of dog I've always loved. I've always loved working dogs. I've always loved big hairy beasts. That's my favorite. And so I am sharing the best news ever. I am going to have a dog for Christmas. It's all I wanted this year. It was the best gift. And I'm so happy. And I don't know how it's going to turn out because it's not Saturday yet. It's not Christmas Eve yet. But this is the happiest I've been in a long time, it feels like. And I just wanted to share the news with you. Thanks for listening to me sob in happiness. <laughs> I'll try and post photos on social media and I'll probably post a video on Patreon and I'm already in love. <laughs> so let's see how it goes. But there's a part of me that is afraid to be hopeful, you know? But things have been really going well lately. I've been working with a part-time virtual assistant and he's doing amazing things. I've not had help in a long time. And it feels so good to not just have help, but to have somebody to work with. Because I'm not the kind of person who works well on my own. I created a show where the lineup changes every single month. I like people. I like working with, you know, I'm a great collaborator and it's very hard for me to just sit in a room by myself and do things. And one of the happiest things from this year has been working on workshops on the internet because live shows have been so different that it's been so great to just have that to look forward to, to work with people and, and just, you know, it's storytelling. It feels so good. That's been the high point of the year. Until now. <laughs> I hope you have an excellent Christmas or holiday, whatever. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say Christmas. I hope you have an excellent holiday. How about that? Whatever you celebrate. I'm just so <laughs> overwhelmed and happy right now. I wish that same happiness for you. Holy shit. Stuff is temporary. Sexual happiness is forever. So this holiday, give the gift of pleasure from Beducated. Beducated is offering a great holiday sale. As always, you can try all Beducated courses for one day free. Plus this month, you'll get 40% off the yearly pass with my coupon code Dixie. What is Beducated? It's the Netflix of sexual wellness, and they're the number one online platform for sexual health and happiness. Beducated believes that sexual happiness isn't something you're born with. You can learn how, and it's a gift that can last a lifetime. Their online course platform provides you with information and techniques to level up your love life via their easy to follow video, audio, and written guides. They've got this sensual vulva massage course I really like. I am learning a lot but I'm having a hard time figuring out what to check out next. The rough sex course, handjob mastery, or sex experiments for couples. Oh, and I just noticed they have this new course called Plus Size Sexy Skills too. It all sounds really good. Your 40% off subscription comes with unlimited access to all their online courses, more than 100 hours of video and audio content, tips from world-renowned educators, 
high-quality streaming on all devices, and new content every week. Remember, we're nearly at the end of the month, so act now. You can get 40% off Beducated's yearly pass in December only with my code D-I-X-I-E. And starting this month, you can gift Beducated to your loved ones with a personalized gift card. Just go to Beducated.com and use my code Dixie and your 40% off will be locked in for life. That's Beducated, spelled B-E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D.com. And there's a link in the episode description. You've asked for it, and it's finally here. Announcing How to Be Body, Dixie's secret system for uncensored storytelling. As the host of the Body Storytelling podcast and live stage series, I've coached thousands of people on how to tell their true stories of sex, kink, or gender in an engaging, relatable way. And for years, people have asked me to create an at-home version. Well, I've finally done it. Registration is now open for How to Be Body, Dixie's secret system for uncensored storytelling. I'll teach you how to tell a compelling story full of intimate, relatable details. And how fun is it to work on stories of sex and kink with other sex-positive, open-minded humans? This small, community-based course will warm up your winter, and it makes a fantastic holiday or early Valentine's gift. And when you register for How to Be Body, you can choose your level of participation. You can either go everything but or all the way with private coaching sessions with me, a final storytelling showcase, and a video of your story to share with friends. If you've ever struggled to tell your own stories to partners, friends, or on a stage, my new live sex and storytelling workshop is exactly what you need. Sign up now. I can't wait to hear your story. There's a link in this episode's show notes to register. If you're looking for a thoughtful and sexy gift for your partner or friend, look no further than Like a Kitten. Like a Kitten will ship you a gift box with all the erotic essentials, from robes and handcuffs to massage oils and vibrators. It's your one-stop shop for a perfect evening. Like a Kitten offers 24 creatively themed boxes for any occasion that will encourage you to play in ways that you've never imagined before. The booty box contains everything you need for anal, whether you're a booty beginner or a pro. The Daring Date Night box will help you break out of the same old dull routine with your partner, spicing things up by sharing a sexy secret on your next dinner date. Then there's the Flirty Festival box. It's the perfect bachelorette gift for your festival-loving bestie. I got the Forbidden Fruit box with the rosy gold anal plug, Poppin' Rock's explosive sex candy, water slide aquatic stimulator, water-based lube, and best of all, the Purrs Like a Kitten USB rechargeable silicone vibe. It's hard to believe that most of these boxes contain a toy that retails for more than the entire box alone. So these boxes containing multiple gifts are a steal. And Like a Kitten is offering Body Storytelling's listeners 15% off when you go to likeakitten.com slash D-I-X-I-E or enter code Dixie at checkout. And these boxes are all at least 25% off retail value. So with our special discount of 15%, you'll receive a total of 40% off retail value. Surprise your partner with a box from Like a Kitten. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use code D-I-X-I-E right now to get 15% off. And there's a link in this episode's description. It's time for a story, so let me tell you about this week's storyteller. 
Rain DeGray is an international educator, writer, presenter, podcaster, and performer who's been writing articles and teaching classes focused on kink, relationships, and sex education since 2009. After getting her start as a fetish model, pro-dom, and a competitive wrestler, she was motivated to branch out into education, something she is extremely passionate about. Demystifying sexuality and presenting in a humorous way are trademarks of her teaching style. She believes strongly in making sex education fun and engaging. She has taught on a wide variety of topics at numerous venues, from Harvard University to kink.com, and she's been featured on Playboy TV, the San Francisco Fetish Ball, Epix's Sex Life. She's told stories at Body and Risk and is a multiple crown winner at San Francisco's Dirty Talk game show. Rain DeGray spends her time teaching classes, writing articles, writing her online advice column, producing podcasts, and providing one-on-one coaching to select clients. You can find out more on her website. This storyteller is Rain DeGray. Is anyone else having as much fun as I am watching her jump up and down? (laughs) So here's the thing. My husband got me young, really young. I was actually uh, shelving a copy of Sartre's Being in Nothingness. And I don't know if you've ever tried to read Being in Nothingness. It's dreadful. It's really bad. Like, I want to like it, and I can't like it. It's it's bad. So I'd opened up the book, like, for the fifth time, and I look down on the pages, and I'm just like, oh, like, fuck, it's horrible. And I hear this voice over my shoulder, and he says, Sart, huh? He really chaps my ass. (laughs) And I look up, and there's this really cute, intellectual, Eric Stoltz-looking dude, and I'm like... You don't like Sart. I don't like Sart. You're pretty fucking awesome. And I moved in with him three weeks later. And, and we've been together for 14 years. So, so here's the thing, is I'm with this guy, right? And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm starting to learn a little bit about myself. And I'm actually uh, kind of like girls. Um, I kind of, I think I'm kinky, yeah. Um, I kind of want to explore this. Well, you know, I actually like TS. I like, I think I like everybody and I'm really fucking kinky and uh, I think I'm poly too. And my husband, bless his heart, totally rode with it. Most husbands, when they pick up their future wife in a bookstore over a copy of Sartre's Being a Nothingness, don't expect her to end up being gangbanged by a bunch of black dick. But I mean, you know, hey, things happen. And bless that man's heart, he has ridden with me through this entire journey of becoming the kinky person that I am. And he has never judged me. So about six years into our relationship, uh, we actually opened up the relationship. Um, by we, I, I, I mean me, because I'm, like, I need a, a lot of sex, and you are awesome, but I need more sex and more flavors because I'm very greedy. And he was down, bless his heart. I actually, through the course of being Polly and being a pervert, uh, actually ended up meeting my daddy. And my daddy is actually my 
ex-boyfriend from high school who I hadn't seen in 20 years. And he came up to me in the middle of a class that I was teaching during the break. And uh, it's not every day that your ex-girlfriend from high school ends up becoming a porn star. Um, but you know, I mean, hey, we reconnected. And I'm like, dude, I had great taste in high school. I continue to have great taste. You're pretty fucking awesome. I actually did a story about him here at Body recently that um, involved a fog machine and a laser light show. Because when you come to fuck me, you better bring a fog machine. <laughs> Fucking me is an experience. I put my back into it. I need five or six hours of your time, like a fucking playlist, lots of towels, lots. And black towels, really. If you're fucking properly, you don't want white towels. Not with the level of sex that I have. It's involved and there's a lot of fluids. There's a lot of DNA happening. So here's the funny thing, is that my entire life, um, I've never really been into cum. Um, don't get me wrong, I like making guys cum. But once they've come, it's... So my daddy has an analogy. And the thing is, when a woman comes, she can just come and be on her way. When a guy comes, it's like he's had a great full meal, and then he can't sit back and enjoy the meal. Someone has to get up and do the dishes. Someone always has to do the dishes. And I'm like... You know, you've caught this, oh, everything's sticky, there's DNA everywhere, and like, come for me represents babies and STIs. Why, why would I ever want anything to do with cum? That seems high risk, low reward, I don't get it, right? <laughs> As it turns out, it wasn't that I didn't like cum, I had just never met the right cum before. And when you meet the right cum, it's a game changer, right? I am addicted to this man's cum. I cannot get enough. I'm like, I just want, I just want to marinate in the cum. Like, I just, give me all of your, like, I just, I think about, I'm like, dude, I could, okay. So, so I'm in the grips of this completely newfound cum fetish, and I have to go out of town for a week and visit my vanilla in-laws who don't know that I'm poly, don't know that I'm kinky, uh, don't know that I suck a lot of dick on the internet. I mean, they don't know anything. So I'm trying to figure out like how I can go for a week without my daddy's cum. And I'm like, That's, that sounds horrible. I don't, I don't know that I can do that. And it was with great ceremony the day before I flew out that he met me and he presented me with a vial of his cum. Now, ordinarily, I would think that that was really fucking gross, but it was so sweet. And I was like, this is awesome. You get me, thank you. It was like a warm blanket or a hug, but it was my daddy's cum in a vial. It was the same thing, it was like, it was like a hug. So, so now I'm trying to figure out how do I get the cum with me on a plane because, you know, air pressure and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so the, the cum is good in the vial. I don't want the cum out of the vial. And every day it's aging too. So I'm like, all right, so, but I'm smart. So I get super glue and I glue the vial shut. And I'm like, take that air pressure. I've got you. No rancid cum exploding mid-flight because that would just be, that'd be bad, right? Be bad. 
So I'm visiting my in-laws and I'm carrying my vial of calm with me everywhere. It's, it's, like, it's like a little piece of my daddy. I'm carrying it with me in restaurants. I'm carrying it with me when we go shopping. I'm carrying it when we watch TV. I, I have my cum on me, right? So on Christmas Day, I go to wash my hands in the bathroom, and I'm good, you know, and five minutes later, I realize I don't have the vial anymore. It's, it's missing. Oh, I run back into the bathroom, and it's not on the counter. I'm like, did it fall off? Did... Did someone else find the vial of cum? Is it in the trash? Like, I lift up the bath mat. There's, there's no cum in the bathroom. <laughs> so, so now I have to find the missing cum. And I do like a quick perimeter search. And there's, there's a, I have a three-year-old nephew. There's a dog. Like, there's a, anything could happen to this cum. And I can't find the cum. So I, I I have to go to my brother-in-law, and I'm like, um, so I just used your bathroom, and um, I, I left a, a vial on the counter. Um, I, don't, I don't suppose you picked it up. And he's looking at me, and I'm already the skinny, vegetarian, tattooed, blackhead, California girl that his brother married. Now I'm losing vials in his house. I'm like, it's, it's totally not drugs. And of course, he's a father, he's got a son, he's got a dog, he's like, so what's in the vial? <sighs> I, um, um, milk, um, colored water, um, it, it's, it's a good luck, safe travels voodoo vial that my friend gave me. <laughs> well, we need to find it because, you know, the dog could get it, like anything could happen, let's just, let's find the vial. So it's Christmas Day, and I have the entire house, my husband, my two sisters-in-law, my brother-in-law, and we're not opening presents because we're looking for a vial of missing cum. <laughs> it, it, that wasn't awkward at all, right? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy to report after halting Christmas to look for the missing cum. I did actually end up finding it. I had stuffed it back in my purse and had forgotten that I'd done it. I need to keep better track of my cum. Like, shame on me, right? So I call off the halt, like, real, really awkwardly, like, oh, we can stop searching for the missing vial of things that were not drugs and were just random fluids, but just don't, don't ask about that anymore. Let's go back to the presents. So, <laughs> I'm such a fucking pervert. <laughs> Uh, so it, it, the the end of the story really is that is that you know I, I managed to to convince my brother my brother in law that we didn't need to like search for the cum anymore. He did bring it up like a couple of times. Like he was really honestly curious, and he's like, I, I couldn't admit that I found it. And he's like, well, maybe the dog is eating it, so like we might have to go through the dog poop to like look for the to to see if it was like a glass or something, whatever the vial was. And it's it's very awkward. Uh, the truth is that I have somehow managed to find not one, but two people that completely love me and accept me and don't judge me. And I am so blessed and fortunate to get to have that experience. And I hope that all of you out there find someone that loves you and accepts you and will let your perverted freak fag fly. Because there's no greater experience in the entire world than being true to who you are. And in my case, being true to who I am involves carrying around month-old files of rancid cum. But hey, man, whatever works for you.
Brain to Gray! Look at you, you're stupid perfect And even though we've never met in person You should come over cause I was hoping you would I undo the zipper on my dress I'd give you all of my consent to toss me around the room And slay my back against the wall Love me like a song. That was Ragdoll by Abigail Barlow. I'd like to ask you to consider extending your generosity to body storytelling to help me grow a more powerful community. You'll be helping me as I shift to more online offerings so we can spread our reach farther out into the world. And I require new computers and equipment to do that. The farther we take our stories out into the world, the easier it is to remind folks that there are other people like them out there. And that makes us all feel less alone. This week, if you can, make a one-time donation to Body Storytelling on Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal. Thank you for considering it. And if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you for your ongoing support. We're entering the final stretch of this year. I want to wish you the happiest holidays. The best new year. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for being here and for your messages and your reviews and your voice memos. I mean, there are not words to express how grateful I am. And while I'm saying thank you, I'm going to say thank you to the people who make the Body Storytelling Podcast possible. Thank you to Mosa Maxwell Smith, Donald Mooney. Did y'all see the new video that Donald Mooney made for my new workshop? Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Ty McKenzie, (laughs) David Grossoff, Ruben Tan, Joe Moore, Roiland James. Thank you so much. I'm loving working with you. And a big thank you to podcast producer Roman Den Houdeker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 255 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. But wait, before you go, in the spirit of the holidays, I want to gift you another amazing podcast recommendation from our Pleasure Podcast Network. The Double Teamed Podcast is on a mission to bring awareness to non-monogamy, kink, and sexuality and help make these taboo subjects more understood and accepted by younger generations. Here's a quick hello from the hosts, Cammie and Nikki. They're twins, y'all. And I hope you'll give the Double Team Podcast a listen. Happy holidays. You know, there's more to life than just vanilla sex with one person. So let's talk about it. Hi, guys. This is Cammie. And this is Nikki. And and we are Double Double Team Team Podcast. Are you DTF? Come join the Double Team fam every Thursday anywhere you listen to podcasts. Bring an open mind, your favorite butt plug, and let's talk kink, non-monogamy, and sexuality. Sex parties, threesomes, maybe a little bit of knife play, all things we know and love. We hope this is a safe space for you to learn, explore, and share some laughs with us along the way. And come be our bestie. Connect with us on social media. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and more. All of these links are available on our website, doubleteamedpodcast.com. We are so glad that you're here and we can't wait to get to know you. Don't forget, wear condoms.